beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big Hello and welcome to A Mice in Main Street. Men, I am Tristan. And I'm Sean. Hey, Sean, how are you? I am swell. Swell? Swell. <laughs> I thought about that. That's kind of a Mickey kind of word. Swell, it oh. is. Yeah. I think he would say something like swell. Oh, boy, I'm swell. Yeah. That's good. I think he historically has, Tristan. I I think so, too. Okay. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. (laughs) I think we can. All right, then. Well, today's topic is a favorite attraction ride vehicles. Yes. That's a. I had written down favorite ride vehicles, and I'm like, no, 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 no. They're attractions. This is a Disney podcast, and we should refer to them in the proper sense, correct? It's Well, yes. Attraction vehicles. I keep saying attraction ride vehicles, which I know is just a silly thing to say. Well, but I think. I mean, you can say I'm the attraction. It's the attraction, and this is the vehicle upon which I shall ride through it. Oh, (laughs) I mean, that makes me sound like we're uh, very sophisticated and old timey. Well, I work for a bougie travel agency. No, not really. Um, But. But we we like to have fancy sounding things. That's why like we. It. Oh my gosh! I just saw fisticuffs was uh, an answer on Jeopardy the other day. Did you really? And nice. and Jackie remarked that it sounded like you and I were having a discussion. <laughs> um, I have to tell you something funny because so this summer I'm playing Cogsworth and Beauty and the Beast, and I was talking with the marketing gal about um, who listens to our show, by the way. And, oh yeah. Uh, well, hi, marketing gal. Yeah, Kim. Kim. Hi, Kim. Uh, she she was excited because she got mentioned on the show a few weeks back. And so she'll be excited again. But we were talking about um, like just like little marketing ideas for Beauty and the Beast. And I brought up the idea of doing co- corn dogs with Cogsworth as a as a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll see if we do it. I think she laughed it off as a Tristan. We're not doing that. But I really think there's something there. Well, so. There is, but for, to get the full experience, you would like have to get Sleepy Hollow to overnight you with no. dry ice, a bunch of corn dogs, because you're going to pass off inferior corn dogs to the children in the Quad Cities. Yeah, Otherwise. I know. But I, I think the visual of seeing me dressed as a clock eating a corn dog, it would really, there's something there. So um, anyway, I, I was excited to tell you that story because I, I thought you might appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I do. I do appreciate it. But we digress. Yes. What was the title of this episode? Um, favorite attraction vehicles or or the fancy way that you said it, which was. Which was, this is, the, this is the vehicle I shall ride through the attraction upon. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Great. Um, Where did so you I have start? My, I have my list ready. Do you have your list ready? I, I do. I I I was waffling. I, I was Mickey waffling on uh, whether I should knock something off my list and stick something up. But the honorable mention has become my friend. Sure. So you were waffling and I'm very sure up of my list. That was um, a bad play on syrup. It didn't really work out. I thought in my um, head it was going to, but I didn't have enough time to think that, that I should right. say it. Tristan, when you when you have to explain comedy, that's the best. <laughs> that's yeah. Because then everyone is sure what you meant to be funny. <laughs> anyway, enough <laughs> about my misery. Uh, what, what's your top ten? What's what's your ten? I guess is is where we're going. Uh, first. Okay, 
I, I hate, you're probably going to hate me for this. It had to go on my list. And okay. when I really assess the situation, I'm putting the doom buggy at number 10. Interesting. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. I, I it's, not, it's not my number one either. So okay. it's, I, and, and of course, and it's because there are just, I mean, a doom buggy is certainly iconic. Yes. It's, a ghost host lowers the lap bar for you. But when you really analyze it, it is, it, it's, it's, it's a black shell. Yes. And, and it makes, it makes my trip through an amazing attraction possible, but it's why it came in at 10 on my list. That's fair. It came in a little higher on mine, but I understand I, why. I figured, well, we'll get to fisticuffs later. Yes. <laughs> um, what, what was your number 10? So my, my number 10 is the SIM car and test track, actually. Because oh. um, I, I think the fact that you get to kind of virtually design it, and granted, you don't sit in the one that you designed, but what that vehicle does, like inside that testing area, and then when those doors open up and you speed outside, I mean, that's an impressive, impressive feat of engineering. And I, I always feel like a little bit like a rock star on that, right? And, um, and you it, are, you are correct. Too, so, so yeah, you are correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It didn't yeah. even make my list. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. We'll, we'll see what other riffraff has filtered in along the way for either one of us. Yeah, I know. It's a weird one to put on the list, but the more I thought about it, I was like, mm, yeah, I get it. And Harper just keeps talking about it. So it's just always on my mind right now. Um, so that is my number 10. What's your number nine? Uh, I, I recently went to uh, California. So I have included some th things Good. that you do not find in Disney World on my list of vehicles through which I will ride through an attraction. And uh, so I chose I chose the Matterhorn for my number Ooh. nine, the Matterhorn okay. bobsled, partly because it's just, it's so iconic. It was yeah. really the first Disney roller coaster. It was, it was redesigned, I'm sure, by Disney legal in like the 80s or the 90s so that strangers no longer sat with their legs around. Um, sure. But, you know, that, that, that excitement of, of riding that bobsled through the mountain and, and the little splash down you do at the end, it just makes me want to yodel. <laughs> Have I, you ever yodeled? Are you a yodeler? Well, no. I mean, oh. I would try as an actor, we're taught to say, yes, I can yodel, but <laughs> I've, I've never really done it professionally. Oh, that's, that's a bummer. I was really hoping we were onto something there. <laughs> No, it's okay. No, not this episode. <laughs> so that's a whole other episode. Uh -huh, ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. <laughs> Drink hey. up, America. That's right. Uh, so my number nine then is is the mine cart on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, oh, that's a good one too. That's not. Yeah, the Swain coaster cars is kind of like a marvel of engineering to me, and and it, you know that coaster is like forty five seconds long, but. I like kind of how on those twists and turns, those things kind of do something a little bit different every time you're on it. And that's kind of cool too. Um, and also they look really neat. And um, yeah, I, I don't ever, this is a hot take, but I don't ever know if that ride is worth the, the, the crazy amount of weight that it has sometimes. Yeah. I've um, never quite understood that. Um, but it's I enjoy fun. it. It is fun. It's great. But, and the queue is cool. But um, just maybe yeah. consider 
popping for the Genie Plus Lightning Lane fee, but yeah, or you know, we went during the the, the fireworks this last time. Oh right, and that was a good time to go. But also, the fireworks look great from back there. It's really cool. So oh, that's cool. Well, and yeah. I will. I was at the D twenty three when they announced that attraction, mm. and they showed the the mine cars and talked about how they would swing. And I was like, that is a very cool idea, Disney. Yeah, it's really cool. I enjoy that, and it's a smooth coaster, but. Yes. Where's the two-hour wait? I don't know. As, a, as opposed to the Matterhorn, which is not a smooth coaster. <laughs> that that one, that'll bruise your coccyx. Can we say coccyx on the show? Sure it can. Term. Look it <laughs> we up. don't edit things, as you know. So <laughs> As we do. All right. So what, uh, what's your number eight? Well, something that won't bruise your coccyx. Uh, at least I don't think. No, it shouldn't. Uh, I chose the uh, the Splash Mountain Logs. For my number eight, that's um, fair. Again, well, uh, I guess I hadn't I hadn't really thought about this to understand. Wait, no, I'm confusing my ride vehicles. Never mind. I just I, I thought about the facts, and, but this is also true that in Disney World, I think the log still is is people sitting in front of each other. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But at Disneyland, it's pairs. So. Oh. So in California, you probably never had the legal problem of strangers sitting with their legs around you. Um, but because uh, it does seem like maybe the early logs were just the same sort of like bench. Now they've got backs, and so you you are you have your own defined area. But but you know it's just such a cool way to float down the river and and. You know, so so that's that's why Splash Mountain Logs made my number eight. That's a great choice, actually. I love that. I love that ride. Um, my number eight is actually the hang glider in Soren. Um, I missed that one too. Did you really? Wow. See, so that I'm like, I'm fascinated by the fact that it started as an erector set. I think that's just like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But then also like, if you have the privilege to ride it a few times on a trip, or if you live down there and you can just ride it whenever. I always look to the sides, to the top, to the bottom, just to see the mechanics of how everything works, because that is a fascinating ride to me. And the fact that yeah. they can simulate flight like that it is, uh, it's astonishing. So yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that. Like, I think that's such a cool thing. I so. finally, after so many years of, of waiting on the, on the, one of the last trips I took to Disneyland, got in the center on the top. So yeah, nobody's yeah. feet dangling yep. over it it was it's such an i mean it's awesome even when people's feet dangle into your periphery but but sitting on the top in the middle is awesome that's harper's first time on it that's she had top row center like perfect and her mind was blown and i couldn't believe that she got so lucky so well you want to be in the a row right folks the a in any of the loads well a in the middle is obviously the front a on either side you're going to be on the side but you're still on the top yeah but you can get that center man that is that is the place to be for sure all right what's what's your uh what's your number seven then my number seven is the big thunder mine train part part i and this is a sound i guess but that you know the sound it makes but still it's like that the little engine in the front that's so iconic and and you know, chugging up that hill with the explosion going on and the 
well, it's 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 changed over time. Once upon a time, it was a weird avalanche of rocks on strings. I don't know if you I don't know if your Disney history goes that far back. The rocks on strings, we've definitely come a long way, baby. The Disneyland explosion as you go up is really cool these days. As yeah. long as they filled their fog juicer. <laughs> it, it was full the first time we rode and then uh, uh, some of our friends rode later that night and they're like, ah, I guess it's out. And then it would stayed out for like the next two days. Maybe it's a oh, supply wow. chain issue. Sure. But well, all, anyway. all the fog juice went to Disney World because let me tell you, every time we rode Pirates, it was like <laughs> thick down there. So they, they all stole it. Um, all right. So what was your, we're up to your number seven, right? Because we, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fancy tally board. Okay. So <laughs> number seven for me is I, I kind of cheated on this one a little bit, but I, I put the boats of Pirates, Small World, Frozen. I mean, I lumped them all in to one another, but okay. primarily the Pirates of the Caribbean because it's a classic, but it also like really does transport you and gives you this sense of immersion that you, without a screen, because you're, you're in a boat in the water and it's undeniable, right? And I, I think that's something that we're starting to lose sight of at Disney a little bit because everything's a screen for the most mm -hmm. part and a lot of the new stuff and that you're just there in the water and you know, the water's there <laughs> and there's like the sense of like reality to it that, that I, I really, I really dig. Plus the smells amazing. Yeah, but, the sense of the sense. The sense. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So that is my number seven is the boat ride or the boat, the boat itself. Okay. What, yeah. what about, that's your number six. So my number six is the Big Thunder Mountain uh, railroad car. Okay, I, I, I think that's so. The, I mean, the, the ride itself is so well themed, but those cars are cool. Like the way they look and the way they sound and the steam and everything. And um, if you can get that back one, that is a that's a Whipping good around those curves. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the railroad cars are Big Thunder, which we just I love that crazy train. It's so great. Me too. What's your six then? My six is the uh, the Space Mountain. Oh, um, is it is it on your list? Will we talk about it later? <laughs> it isn't. No, it didn't make my list. That's so weird. Wow! It Yikes. just shows what diversity there is among yes. Disney fans. Absolutely, I, I, I can appreciate your pirate boats. Mm -hmm. I I do, but to me, they're just a little plain. I know they're iconic. I know I and and I had not even thought about the fact that you know it's it's a low pri profile that just immerses you. But yes. going back to my choice for six, because it's all about me, <laughs> it's the Space Mountain is the Space Mountain rocket. And I think part of it is just, you know, as a kid, it was so cool to like get in this rocket ship and like, like get blasted off into space in the dark. Um uh, I did not, this is where I got confused earlier about Splash Mountain. I, it had never sunk into me that, again, in Florida, you're, you're front to back, you know, yep. it's like people just sit behind you. And in Disneyland, again, in the rocket ship, you're side to side. And I don't think that's completely Disney legal, telling them they had to do that. Sure. I had not thought about the facts that in Disneyland, where space is at a premium, there's only one track. And so right. to get the same number of people through the attraction, you have to put double the people in a rocket. There's a fun piece of trivia for you to bring out at the bar on trivia night. 
Yeah. No, I didn't think about that either, but that's probably exactly what happened. That's interesting. So, so those, the the little rockets that, and I I like it. Don't they say 71, 70, wow, this is bad. I don't remember. I think it opened in 73. It was not an opening day attraction in Florida. Mm -mm. And it opened in Disneyland after Disney World. I believe, I believe it had just opened the first time I was down there or so 73, 74. I'm sure someone out there will put in a comment how oh how could i not know this it's whatever but, um but i think there's that the, my point is and i do have one was okay, good. i think that number is like maybe on the rocket maybe oh yeah well there's lots of i was just listening to another podcast the other day about uh, about uh space uh jesus space mountain and <laughs> a lot of the numbers in there like are the abbreviations for a lot of the attractions in tomorrowland and I was like, oh, I never even noticed oh. that before. I'll have to find that and send it to you because it was interesting. Um, oh, yeah. But I was like, got oh, the scoop on us. But yeah. I bet they're not as charming, are they? No. They're as charming to listen to? They just no, they are facts. They are, they are pristine and edited. And, and that's oh. no fun. Well, we are no, if you can't jump on the Matterhorn of recording, just, <laughs> just get on and fly. You may that's be- right. You may bruise a coccyx, but you're going to have a good time. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, but, some people might like a bruised coccyx. You never know. Um, yeah. It got weird. Anyway, so what's number five? <laughs> I think that's your fault. We're up to number five, right? Yes, we I are. I think so. Yeah. What is, what's your number five? Sean? My number five are the Winnie the Pooh honey pots. Oh, well, that's a, such a good one. Why, thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I realized, too, I, the, the vehicles are, sli- are different in California and Florida. Florida, it's the honey pot, right, that, that will bounce. Yep. And it like, uh-huh. I mean, it's such a cool, I mean, I think that was really one of the first independent vehicles that re- really, like, did something different based on what scene you were in, in terms of sure. the Tigger scene, where it bounces, and the and the rain, rain, rain came down, 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 where you feel a little more like uh-huh. you're awash in in an open water setting. Um, but, you know, they're just so perfectly themed to the Winnie the Pooh thing. Um, in, in California, they have a big back to them, and they're a little oh. less honey pot-like, but but the Disney World honeypots get my number five slot. That's very fair. I didn't even put that on there, but I, I love those. Um, <clears throat> my number five is close to that, is um, the pirate ship in Peter Pan's flight. Um, yeah. I love the little magic that the cast member does to get the bar to close. Um, and that little takeoff where it goes from, you know, the bottom track to the top track is really cool. It's so simple, of course. But then when you're flying over London, it goes those slight turns and tilts all the way through it. And um, I absolutely love those little those little flying ships. They're so great. Well, full disclosure, it's my number four. So hey, we're, we're right there in the zone. Thinking look at that. like it's mano a mano. I love that. Um, but yeah, for all those reasons, it's just, I mean, it's a magic attraction and considering that they figured out that technology back in 1955 like to hang you from the ceiling and move you around right and how you know how nothing has ever quite duplicated that 
in the history of Disney. No, you know? no, no, no. And it's uh, so, and, and yeah, that idea of the pirate ship with the lap bar, that's, yeah. Yeah. Of course we put it at similar places on our list. Of course we did. I'll so, be curious to see what happens here in the, the lead up to one though, because. I will. I will. It's like, did we just think of things that, that the other didn't or are, are we going right. to sync up a little more? Um, what so was your that, number four though? So my number four then was the hotel elevator in tower of terror. Mm. Yeah. Is that on your really list? Cool. It's not on my list. Really? It's there are just so many cool ones. Yeah, no, so you're right. You're right. That makes me happy that we chose no. something that is not just cut and dried. Two Disney enthusiasts agreeing yes. on the top ten vehicles that will convey me as I ride through an attraction. Yes, I think that the catchphrase keeps changing, and it's it really makes me smile. Um, <laughs> so yes. So why why the why the Tower of Terror elevator? So the engineering behind how it operates, I find absolutely fascinating. And the behind the attraction that's on Disney Plus talks about it. But I love the, the shots that are up, the shots that are down, how it becomes quasi trackless in between the, the, the elevator shafts is fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, and I just love the way it looks. I love the way it works. It's, um, it's just such a cool, cool thing to know that like you're up in this building and then you're going to fly down it. Like it's so great. It's so yes. good. I'm obsessed, but yes. So that's my Jackie, number four. Just, Jackie just showed me a video of someone who faked the seatbelt in Tower of Terror, which is a horrible, horrible idea. And they Terrible's stopped right. the attraction. And they stopped the attraction. But for a couple of the a couple of the up and downs, the I mean, I fly out of my seat every time I do it. It's like, why would you think that was a good idea? Yeah, no, that's a terrible but, idea. But yeah, so so please, please wear your seatbelt on Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah, you think terrifying. And thank God someone designed an elevator with seating for how many is that? 14, like 21 people? Because you don't find many elevators with seating. No, or seat never. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think if I has an imagination. I think if I entered an elevator with a seatbelt, I'd be a little concerned <laughs> if it was not on Disney property. Well, as Harper apparently was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She had it right. Yes. You have lost her trust forever. Yes. You know what, though? She requests to go on it now, so we're okay. She had a okay. great time. Although the wait was so long when we were down there last time, we only did it once. Um, so that was your number four. Yes. You're, no, Peter, Peter Pan was my number four. Yes. Now, Hotel Elevator was my number four. We're up to the three. What's your number three? My number three is a teacup. Okay. That's cute. Not on your list? No. no. It is just, it is so quintessentially the Disney experience. And just, you know, it, it's the perfect, it's the perfect thing to match the Alice in Wonderland idea. I mean, let's face it, Disney went, how do we turn this kind of carnival thing into something innately Disney? But, you know, as a kid to get to sit in it and control how fast you're spinning, um, I just, and, and, you know, they're just so brightly painted and, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those attractions that so many people just 
is a must do when they go to a Disney theme park. Yeah. Um, that, but it made my number three spot. I love that. That's really cute. So my number three is something we just, we talked about earlier was the doom buggy. I, I, I get, I, you know, for me, and maybe I'm just making this up, but it, it kind of creates like your own individual experience on that ride to me because of the way it's shaped. They really designed that so that they, you see what they want you to see yes, and you hear what they want you to hear. (laughs) And, um, I like to play on words and I just kind of like the look of it. Although I cracked my knee on it this last time and I was, those things are solid getting out of it. And I was like an old man hobbling around the park that first day. (laughs) Oh, look, it's grandpa Tristan after his. I was like, oh, he's there with his two grandkids. Isn't that nice? Um, (laughs) The older one is really, she's kind of hot. Yeah, well, she is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So yes, but yeah, I get it. but those <laughs> things are built solid. Let me tell you. Um, so that is my number three. Didn't make the number one. Everybody forgive us. But oh, so what's your number two then? What's your? Are we well, up my, here? my number two, classic Disney World, no longer there. I chose Mr. Toad's Cars. Okay. That you know that it, it, again. It's like. And especially as a kid to get to sit in it and spin the wheel and go through this crazy driving technique school of Mr. Toad's and crash with fireplace. But, you know, it's such a cool old fashioned little car. You know, how many how many kids know what an old fashioned car really looks like that haven't been to Disneyland and ridden Mr. Toad's wild ride? Um, So that was my number two. How about you? So my number two, I've cheated again. And I've roped a few things into one. Why you got to cheat, man? I, Listen, I chose 10 things and pushed some to honorable mentions just because I didn't want to cheat. That so here's not why. a Disney value. Okay. So here's why. So I just put trackless vehicles, which kind of ropes Rise of the Resistance, Remy's, Mickey and Minnie's, Runaway Rail. Because like the unknown element of those trackless vehicles is so cool because you don't know where you're going. Like on Rise, for instance, I had no freaking clue where we were about to go because there's no track, there's nothing to follow. And I think that like element of surprise that those bring is pretty rad. Um, So yes, that trackless vehicles kind of just all- I am am now up through my third Rise of the Resistance journey mm-hmm. um and so i've started like f- noticing i i can now begin to go oh, okay i kind of know what this experience is and kind of pay attention to some of those details and and i realized the last time i wrote it i'm like i've never i've never gone this direction before i've never right. i've never come into this room from this angle it's like what what means this witchery Right. Well, that's the thing I noticed even the first time we wrote it, I was like, oh, so you could go like three different ways and it's a completely different thing. So, so that, yeah, my number two is just kind of all of those. And so what's your number two then? No, Mr. Toad was my number. Oh, Mr. Toad. Okay. So up to your number one. Mr. Toad. Did I say Mr. Toad? Maybe I I was being, no, I think I was being fancy because we were talking about all the bougie stuff and I was like, Mr. Toad. That's maybe that's what I was doing. Well, I don't think so. I think I just said it wrong. But uh, well, maybe you didn't. We'll just have to when we go back and listen to this. We'll go. Well, one of us was right. 
That's right. Um, well, then I'm very curious. It's like, did we sync up on number one? Maybe we did. I think Maybe we, we may. I think we may. What's your number one then? Uh, is it an animal? Kinda. It's kind of an animal? Then I would say we probably did not sync up here. Well, What's your what kind of an animal? Well, what is kind of an animal, Tristan Taps got? <laughs> okay, well, so here, go ahead and say your, what's your number one? We'll see. Well, mine is clearly an animal, and it's Dumbo. Okay. It's Dumbo. I don't think there is a more iconic Disney attraction vehicle. Yeah. Especially one that John Stamos has in his house or his yard or whatever. Greedy, he has his backyard. Greedy guy. It's like, I, I would love that. I, well, I'd love to have enough money to have one in the first place, but you know, it's just, it's such an iconic childhood thing, you know, and, and what Disneyland was designed to do was to give, you know, this, this fun thing that a parent and a child can do together. Um, Interesting. And, and Dumbo, you know, it's helped keep Dumbo in, in the Disney pantheon for decades now. Yes. You know, even if you haven't seen the movie, which would be a shame, I think you still go as a kid, I want to go ride Dumbo ride. And now that yes. they've got like two spinning wheels of Dumbo in, in Florida now to help accommodate the crowd. You know, so, you know, so that was my choice for number one. Now I'm really curious. What is your kind of an animal at number one? Okay, so I have to, <laughs> I feel like Lou Mangiello a little bit right now because I, I, I gave a 1.5 before my one okay oh man i love that you don't get a 1.5 Kristen. here's why because so 1.5 real quick is all of the many vehicles in rise of the resistance because there's like several and i was like i don't know i they're all of them are inspired however okay so moving on to my number one the reason i said it's kind of an animal is because I don't know if a banshee, a banshee is kind of an animal, but it's kind of an avatar creature. So I don't know. It's the flight of the okay. passage, fancy, fancy, man. Flight of the passage? The flight of the passage, fancy, yes. It's back in old times. You added an extra flight. word just to make it fancier. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, we're fancy. Flight of the passage. Yeah. So, so yes, it's the banshee because to quote Harper the other day we were talking about it. She goes, "Daddy, I could feel that thing breathing, which almost fooled me into believing it." <laughs> so she's a little wow. bit jaded to the magic and the smoke and mirrors because of what I do for a living. Right. Yes. But it was that detail that also sells me on it because when you fly into that cave and it just kind of I, rests, I know you feel it breathing I heavier. Yeah. So for me, it's the flight. I, of, flight I, of I can. Sorry. You no were no. Talking. I oh, no, I was just talking about the flight of the Banshee. Go ahead. I'm, I know. Because I, I, that's why, because yes, you're absolutely, I view that as a technological marvel. Sure. I, I, it's amazing and it, it makes your experience so incredibly real that, that I, that's why I gave it points. But I am willing to bet that John Stamos will never have a Banshee contraption in his living yeah. room. Just because... So- it's about a vehicle that paints such an image, but as nothing like what you think it is, which maybe well, that no, is why it deserves to be number one. Well, and that's, that's the other thing though, because I was putting together this list, I had that conversation with myself, whether to put things that relied on the technology or that were just standalone. And that was a tough thing because 
so much of what is at those parks now is very technologically advanced. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah, I, I wrestled with that a lot, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that I didn't put the depo. Man, that is a bummer. We didn't ride it the last time we were there because the wait time was always so long for it. So we didn't oh. get a chance to go. Right. Yeah. Which is sad because it is so amazing. Well, instead of your silly little 1.5s, I had a couple of honorable mentions. Did you have any? I did. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, one, one that is no longer, sadly, unless I guess you go to Castaway Key and, and do some scuba diving, but the Nautilus, the Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was such a cool okay. conveyance. I mean, I just, I really, rem- and I remember the smell again, those Disney smells. It's like going down that little stairway with my grandparents and like uh, sitting in a little flip down seat and feeling like you're going down. Um, uh, but such a cool visual. So that, that one was on my honorable mention list. What, what about you? I, I have the jungle cruise boats on mine. That um, is also, that is also on my honorable mention. Yeah, as well as because we also talked about the smat, the Splash Mountain logs uh, as well. And that's on mine as well. Because those two, I I love both of those, but they just didn't really fit into my 10. Anything else on your Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, you know, the the only other thing was Ratatouille, which we would talk about in terms of the the trackless. Um, But yeah, Jungle Cruise, I think my favorite thing about them has always been the names. You know, the, those alliterative Congo, Congo Katie, Congo, I don't even remember some of them, but they, I was just always, well, that's clever. What, what, am I going to get to ride Botswana Betty or, <laughs> or so, so I'm glad that, that they, they have remained fairly timeless, especially, you know, now that a new generation has the rock. To, yes. To inform their jungle cruise experience. And it was almost impossible to get on that when we were down there because of the popularity of that movie. Yeah. Because um, we got on it once when we rope dropped Adventureland. But other than that, we didn't get on it because it had over a two hour wait. And I was like, man. Oh. Well, sometimes that's what you got to do if you want to see the backside of water. Oh, yeah. It's, and that joke kills every time. Because, <laughs> you know, nobody but Disney has the backside of water. No, nobody does. Well, that is our uh, top 10. I'm glad that we didn't match our, up a lot. I'm glad we didn't. I am too. I, I am too. Because you had some of, very worthy contenders. And that I should have had on my list. Yes. Well, I, I think we've done a lovely job summing up the, <laughs> the conveyance that takes me through a ride vehicle attraction. <laughs> that doesn't hurt your coxing. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, really. I think there's really only well, I don't know. Space Mountain, maybe we we neither one had rock and roller coaster. That no, was, no, which no. is cool. I mean, a limo that blasts off is pretty cool too. But I think really the only one on on the list that would will bruise slash break your coccyx is probably Matterhorn. Yeah, I yeah, and well, perhaps we could leave it there. Yeah, well. Uh, Sean, where can somebody find you if they'd like to book a magical Disney vacation with you? I, uh, you can find me at Briar and Main. 
uh, just Google that. I'm sure it'll take you to the to the main webpage, which is actually briarandmaintravelboutique.com. Uh, but I'm right there on the about page. You'll see my picture and my name. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Sean at Briar and Main. Uh, so you can message me there or, or uh, you know, email me, Sean at briarandmain.com. And how about you? Where can folks find you if they're in the Quad Cities seeking entertainment? Well, you could visit the Mockingbird on Main in downtown Davenport, Iowa. Either we're producing something or some creative in the area is. So you can look us up on any of the social medias, the Mockingbird on Main. Uh, we also have some streaming things coming up. And um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on here in the Quad Cities. So if you're in the area, look us up. But if even if you're not, check us out anyway, because we'll have options coming to you wherever you are. So the Mockingbird on Main downtown Davenport, Iowa. Well, Sean, it's always a pleasure. Well, always, really, always. Always, always, I mean, actually. we've done, I guess we're technically still under 20 episodes. Once yeah, we so get to like 247, we'll see if it's always a pleasure. I hope so. It's always a pleasure. It's always I concur. Pleasure. I yeah. have a great time with you, my friend. <laughs> All right, my friend, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll see you real soon. Bye.